Happy Easter to all. How is it that in the midst of this crisis, virus crisis, economic crisis, how is it that we can say Happy Easter? Let's see. About three summers ago, I was in New York City visiting with the daughter of a good friend of mine, good friends of mine from my old parish. She works for NBC. And so she took me in the behind the scenes, kind of a background tour. It was a fantastic tour. So I got to see a little bit of the newsroom and they use, now they use these LED walls, they call them. They don't use those green screens anymore. LED walls, very cool. Now the people who do the weather might still use the uh, green screen, I think it's called. By and large, they've moved along and they use all this great technology. And then from there, she took me to a couple other studios. One of them was the Saturday Night Live studio. Fantastic tour there, a lot of fun there. And I think it was also a Jimmy Fallon where he has his studio as well. So I get all this background to be able to see ever more clearly how the folks in television today with all this great technology help us to see in and through technology that we have in our homes and in our workplace. Another thought for us today, later on this week, I have a wedding. Now, this wedding was, of course, going to be a pretty sizable wedding, 50, maybe 75 people. But the couple's like, uh-uh, no more. They have downsized, downsized, downsized to right around eight or 10 people. They do this because they understand the situation that we're in, but also because they still want to get married. Other couples are getting married in the midst of this as well. There was one couple in the New York area that said, you know, we had planned for a different wedding. We had planned for family and friends to be here, but it wasn't meant to be. But what they said was that they still wanted to get married because they still loved each other. That is to say, they got down to the basics, as they put it, of why they were getting married. And so they were able to see ever more clearly the love and the care that they had between them as a couple and still have. Another couple got married in a church wedding. Not a big church wedding, just the minister, the couple, and a couple of witnesses. No music, the bride didn't get to walk in, right, to her uh, song. They didn't get to stroll out either to any music at all. Silence. But there they were, professing their vows to one another. And when that couple got outside the church, their family and friends were waiting for them, cheering them on, toasting them, and everybody about six feet apart. Our Gospel today, the Resurrection, the Gospel of John. Mary of Magdala heads out to the tomb for a couple of different reasons. Certainly love for Jesus, grief and loss as well. She's trying to understand what's gone on. Also Jewish custom is mixed in here as well for the first three days to go out to the tomb. She gets there and the stone is rolled away. So she scoots on back as quickly as she can, back to St. Peter and the others, and says, they have taken our Lord. Peter and the beloved disciple then run as fast as they can. The beloved disciple gets there first, and we know he just peeks in. He doesn't physically go in. He looks in. Peter gets there. We know Peter's character. We know how he was. Charges right on in. And what does he see? Well, he sees the cloth that Jesus' body was wrapped in. But he doesn't see Jesus himself. Then the other disciple goes in, and our gospel tells us he goes in, he sees nothing, 
and he believes. But then there's that little caveat at the end, right? They believe, but didn't quite understand what Jesus had told them. Not until they actually physically see him along the way, and they will. Well, how about ourselves? How is it in the midst of this crisis that we can see Jesus just a little bit more clearly in our day-to-day -day living? A couple of thoughts for us. Our first reading helps us. Peter and the other disciples are in Jerusalem preaching that he is raised from the dead. And what does the Acts of the Apostles say that Peter said? To be made visible. To be made visible. To be able to be visible, our Lord Jesus Christ works in and through each of us. Just yesterday, we saw that Feeding America here in Tampa is doing a little bit more to get food out to those who are hungry. Right here, our own Matthew 25, we've added some extra time as well to be able to get food out to those who may be hungry. Up the road, not too far from us, Hillsborough Hope. Catholic Charities have started a temporary homeless shelter that we at St. Lawrence are helping out with as well, as are many other folk as well, to take care of that population in the midst of this coronavirus crisis. And in these moments, we can see ever more clearly Christ resurrected. In our own lives, we too, like Mary of Magdala, Peter, the beloved disciple, we too need to get to that tomb, the tomb of Jesus. And right now in our lives, there may be some, what we would call grief and loss. And that's okay, because we're losing some time, perhaps some activities. We can't perhaps get into a hospital to see someone, can't get into a nursing home. We've seen pictures online about people saying hi to their loved ones in a nursing home. Even today, Easter Sunday, we won't be able to gather with all the people that we usually gather with. These are losses, and there are other losses along the way. But even before this crisis came along, we were carrying some crosses. What were those crosses as well? How were we dealing with them? What did our spirituality tell us about those crosses before the coronavirus and the downturn in our economy? All of this can be applied to what we are doing. We too must enter into that tomb. We too must be able to see clearly that Jesus is not there that our worries are not there, that our concerns are not there, that our fears are not there. But we have to go in there first. And sometimes the circumstances of life push us right into the tomb of Jesus and our own tomb as well. We're getting pushed, aren't we? More and more into that tomb. A little bit nervous, a little bit fearful, but in we go. And when we get in there, we won't find anything. So one thought for us today there's a book about the stages of grief and loss by Elizabeth Kubler-Ross. Classic book, many people know of it. Some of you might even have it on your shelf as we speak. Take a look at it, the stages of grief and loss. It will help us to walk through some of these losses that we will continue to experience. And we will also be able to see ever more clearly Christ's presence as we deal with some of that loss. Also too today, I invite you to celebrate in some way, to make sure that we mark this day of resurrection of Easter Sunday. Whatever that celebration is going to be, folks who are working in hospitals and nursing homes, I invite you to take just a few minutes to celebrate Easter resurrection, to celebrate Christ risen in the midst of all of your efforts for those who are sick and suffering right now. Folks who have lost jobs, you need to make sure that they are taken care of as well. 
do not despair. The Lord is risen. Through each and every one of us, we know that we will take care of everyone who comes to our door. Take the time today to celebrate in any way possible with family, with friends, a simple way. It doesn't have to be anything big. And use even the technology that we have. Hop on, I think it's Google Meet or Zoom. These two programs are, I guess, quite popular right now. They're helping all of us. In the midst of this coronavirus downturn in the economy, we know that Christ is risen from the dead, and we can see it ever more clearly. We can see it thanks to this technology. Good people, very hardworking folks here at St. Lawrence, behind the camera, have helped us to be able to see the Mass, to be able to see our rosary, to be able to help us with our youth faith formation. So all this technology and the folks who have worked very hard here at St. Lawrence to get it to you, to help us to see ever more clearly Christ in the midst of this crisis. In the midst of this crisis, we know that the good Lord is risen from the dead. And it helps us to be able to see that ever more clearly. The technology that I saw that my friend uh, was so kind uh, to take me on that tour for NBC was very helpful to me. Because when I was in journalism, before I entered the seminary, well, frankly, we didn't even have, we didn't even have office email. <laughs> so to see her in the middle of it and all that great stuff, the technology that we use today, is fantastic. Also, too, to be able to celebrate, celebrate Christ risen from the dead. For ourselves today, as we move forward, we know that we, too, must go to that tomb of our Lord Jesus Christ. And when we do, when the circumstances of our life push us on in there, what will we find? Well, we will find nothing, absolutely nothing. And from there, we go out to give witness to others that, yes, in the middle of a crisis, personal crisis, a family crisis, a national crisis, a world crisis, the good Lord Jesus Christ is risen from the dead. That is the fact of our lives. That is why we do what we do, and that we can see ever more clearly Christ risen from the dead day after day in the midst of our sorrow, in the midst of our grief. Let us enter into that tomb and let us say hallelujah, because the Lord Jesus Christ is not there. He is risen from the dead. Happy Easter.